Hello everyone and welcome to More Than Medical Students, the podcast that brings together medical students from all over the world to celebrate our community and everything that we achieve in and outside medical school. In this podcast, we have interviewed medical students from all walks of life, different exciting projects, hobbies and passions, from entrepreneurs to authors, researchers to content creators and more. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. If you're not new and you've listened to some episodes before, welcome back and I hope that you enjoyed this new episode that we have today. Before we start, just a little word from me. My name is Marianne and I'm your host. I have a page on Instagram called Marianne Does Medicine and I don't know if you guys have checked it out yet, but on there I share things about my day-to-day life as a doctor, but also tips for medical students and new doctors. There's so many tips on my page on so many different aspects of being a medical student, from revision tips to work-life balance tips to simply tips on how to have fun at university as well. So I really recommend you guys check this out. Now, without further ado, let's get into the episode. This new episode of More Than Medical Students. Today I'm joined by Soraya. Soraya, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to be recording with you. Do you want to introduce yourself for everyone who's listening? Yeah, um, I'm really excited to be speaking to you as well, Marianne. It's really nice to catch up. Uh, my name's Soraya. Um, I am a new F1 in Edinburgh. So I am also the captain of Imperial's University Challenge team. Yeah, great. You also went to Imperial like I did, so that's mm-hmm. where we met. And that's part of many of the things, I guess, that you did at Imperial, because I'm sure you did take part in the University Challenge. So during this episode, we're going to chat about that, which is I'm very excited mm-hmm. to learn a bit more about. Actually, if you want to start us off by telling us, how, how did you find med school? Obviously, you were at Imperial for six years. How was it all? How did it go? So, I mean, med school is, as you know, um, a long degree um yeah. so it does require a bit of stamina um so it was kind of an interesting experience because of course like we were both at uni during the pandemic as well so things have changed mm. um but medical was really fun on the whole um yeah there are certain years that were pretty intense um but i think you really get through it by like your your classmates and also i don't know just the city in which you're studying in like for me like being in london was really exciting um, and I liked the sort of similar to the theme of this podcast is that it was really easy to have a life outside medicine because uh, there was mm. always a lot of interesting things going on. So, yeah. Yeah, great. Um, interesting that you bring that up. You were going to be an F1 now in Edinburgh. So yes. wh- why this change as well? If you want to tell us a bit more about that. So Edinburgh, I mean, I really like Edinburgh. It's a really beautiful city. Um, and it was kind of a three. Basically, I wanted a city. I was, Mm -hmm. I like London, but I do find it quite stressful to work in, like, and it's quite exhausting. (laughs) It takes like an hour as soon as you leave the house (laughs) to go like anywhere. Um, And then Manchester was another obvious bet, but for me, that's home. So I wanted somewhere completely new and Edinburgh was really ticking all those boxes. Plus it's really well connected, like direct train home for me, direct train to London, big airport for going on holiday. And then, Mm -hmm. because I love my hiking, I can go out hiking. We've got a beach. It's pretty great. (laughs) 
That does sound great. You're really selling it. Maybe you're going to have more people coming to join <laughs> yeah. you. Join us. Um, yeah. That, that's great. Perfect. So six years in London at Imperial. Um, and did you... So you intercalated, I'm guessing. What did you intercalate yes. in? Yes. So I intercalated in anaesthetics and critical care. Um, so I picked that one mainly because at the time, I mean, still, to be honest, I didn't really know what I wanted to specialize in. Um, so I wanted something that would be quite universally applicable. And obviously, like, you can end up in critical care because something's wrong with the nervous system, something's wrong with the respiratory system, the cardiovascular system, the GI system. Like, So because of that, it was pretty good. Like, there was a lot of range um, on the course, uh, which made it quite universally applicable and also interesting. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's really interesting as well because, like you said, it's not like when you do a cardio BSc where you really focus on one organ or, yeah. or resp. Um, or I guess I, I did repro, so it was quite focused on um, a reproductive and a bit of peds as well. But um, that's really interesting. Did you enjoy the BSc? How did you find it overall? I did enjoy it, but I think it's just a bit... It's a bit difficult because that was the year of the pandemic for me. So that was mm. pretty much entirely remote. So, um, yeah, that was, and I also just, I think I found out in that inter intercalated year that I just really prefer clinical medicine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so it's kind of, it was different. It was very good. And it was like great to get more scientifically literate, uh, which has definitely been useful even just now, even just starting like F1, but yeah, I missed the clinical. So <laughs> probably not my favorite year, but it's good. Oh yeah, that, that's really interesting to hear. And I guess definitely also when you've had at Imperial, you have your first clinical year before doing the BSc, so you kind of get a taste of what it's yep. like to be on placements and in the hospital. And obviously if you really enjoy that and if it's a really fun year, you're like, oh no, then I've got one more year when I'm out of hospitals, not actually doing placements and not actually do, seeing maybe specialties that I really enjoyed when I was there. So uh, I always ask people about the BSCs because we had a couple of people with different BSCs as well on the podcast so far. So That's, you've heard yeah. about a bit of a variety. So it's nice for everyone who, anyone who's listening at med school, who's thinking maybe to apply to BSc and why they, they should and what would mm -hmm. be an interesting topic. So thanks for sharing about that. Um, no worries. Great. And so when did you apply to the university challenge? You, I mean, I know you did it in your last year. So that's quite late in the six years. Was that <laughs> um, conscious choice or? Well, I was just like, Watching, like, so my family were always super into UniChal, as, you know, that's what the cool kids call it. Um, so we were always really into UniChal, like, fully I would get a notepad and, like, score the family and stuff. Um, so it was always kind of a, like, oh, it would be great to go on university challenge. Um, and I was actually on the team in first year, but that was right. a year that Imperial was not actually on television. Um, oh, nice. So kind of like after that, I was like, ah, oh, like I've really got to make this happen. Um, so it was kind of last chance saloon in year six. And then obviously to get selected for the team. And then the cherry on the top was to be the captain. Great. That's awesome. Yeah, I was wondering about that because I don't know if you had that when you were at med school. But obviously we I, but we both had COVID kind of like halfway through our degrees. So mm. the last two years for me, I was like, I'm doing everything that I wanted to do at uni. But I didn't mm -hmm. get the chance to do because you... Totally. Uh, earlier I was like oh third year fourth year I can just do this later and then you realize you know you're almost in final year and all the things that mm. you've been wanting to do at uni whether it's a society or being on committee or doing something a bit more creative 
instead you're like oh my gosh I only have two years left so you're kind of like yeah. rushing to do it so that's kind of and what else was I going to say so you have to you have to tell us a bit about the selection slash audition pro- process I don't know exactly how sure. it works for the university challenge and how did that all go yeah so with imperial um we have loads of different like it's very popular and we have multiple dates across multiple different campuses and you basically turn up and i think it's a hundred questions and they read them in real time so it's like you've not got any time to be sneaky if you were so inclined and the way it's marked is there was like two columns one was and you got kind of double points if you were right and you said that you were confidently right and you were penalized twice if you said that you were confident but you got it wrong so it's kind of a strategy test as well as a general knowledge test because of course in university challenge if you get the answer wrong and you interrupt too early then it loses your team points so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a judgment call of did you know the content and were you confident enough to buzz in early equivalent sort of thing so yeah we do that and then there's a couple of rounds of callbacks and i remember it was pretty crazy this is just a medic problem but i actually got the callback round so at imperial we have to do a month of out of london gp in final year yeah um and you can be so anywhere so you can go to wales or scotland for that really loved it i use that as somewhere that I really wanted to go was the Isle of Man that organized my placement there. So I was on the Isle of Man, I was in the middle of the Irish Sea and I got this call um, basically being like, by the way, you're in the final eight for the Imperial University Challenge, like whittled whittled down from like hundreds. And I really, to be honest, I wasn't really expecting that. And it was just like, and they were like, can you get to SAF Lecture Theatre like now? And I was like, um, <laughs> that could be quite difficult. Um, so we had to have like loads of cameras on me, so we knew that I wasn't looking up anything, and I had to like kind of buzz in remotely with the same oh, questions right. okay. as everyone yeah. else in the room. So that was pretty intense, but it's quite. Um, there's lots of different ways. So we look at the team has to sure be made up of individually strong candidates who are good at quizzing. But we also have to work really well as a, as a team. So one thing that uh, the selection, which is made by the previous team, were looking for was that we didn't really overlap in specialist area. Um, so Imperial being an all science university, often we're at a disadvantage in that we don't have anybody who studies English literature. We don't have an yeah. art student. We don't have a historian, anything like that. So we really have to compensate on that um, such that your specialist areas become quite important in that selection process. So for me, like I really liked Shakespeare, I love art, I knew a lot about ballet, all these sorts of things you write down as well at your initial that 100 question thing, and that's sort of like included. So then you're trialed between, they do lots of different combinations at the top eight, you know, you're put into teams of four and they swap about and they see how we interact with each other and who's good at decision making and who's good at educated guessing. I had a few. Mm. So this sort of thing, it's about how you reason things out. So yeah, so once you're kind of shuffled around all the different combinations of a team of four, then we work out which one was the highest scoring effectively. And then you get an email with the subject line, this is the good email. Um, And then (laughs) it tells you you who's on the team. Oh wow, exciting, oh wow. Yeah. And so you said it's the previous team that um, selects the next team. Yeah, so Imperial has that, a yeah. very good track record, which is a little bit of pressure going into it. Like Imperial has won the series four times already, mm-hmm. making it the joint most 
winning team of University Challenge history over 62 years were tied with Manchester. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. So there's quite For a lot once, of pressure. because we're not I'm... in competition with Oxford. <laughs> That's very strange. Yeah, yeah it, it, is, it is kind of weird. You say that, but our first match is against an Oxford college. It's kind of high stakes going into it, so. Great. And obviously you went final year. Was that, mm -hmm. how did that all happen with being in final year, like revising placements? And I don't know when yeah. exactly it was filmed, but was it all after exams? How was the timing of it all? It was all before and it was all very close before. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so that was quite stressful because it also involves travel up to Manchester. So it's not just like round the corner, it's not filmed in London. Um, so it's kind of quite a time investment. But yeah, so it was quite stressful because obviously it was crunch time, final year. And personally, there was a lot going on for me that made that, that period quite difficult. And I have to commend the BBC on um, their understanding of that um, because I was like pretty stressed at the time. But yeah, they were, they were very good with that. Um, but yeah, and the same sort of thing is how you get through a stressful time in med school. Like uh, I was sort of lucky in that my team were very supportive and we were all stressed because a lot of us had like, I think pretty much all of us except one had deadlines around the corner but it was meant to be the same sort of thing you know like we're going it's meant to be something fun this is extra we don't need to stress ourselves out about this too much just go and have a good time and to be honest like given how stressful final year can be it was quite a nice distraction really to just you know an excuse to read some books that you've always wanted to read and watch some like Jane Austen adaptations I mean it's great that's yeah that does i mean it sounds like a lot of balancing but it's good as well that you have that that element but um for sure yeah really interesting how um you can tell us whatever you're able to tell us with everything but uh -huh. um how is it structured is it um recorded in the evenings or there's like a couple of days in a row of recording so everything's done in manchester and it's pretty intense because you're like sharing the same hotel as your opposition and you see each other in the lifts and it's kind ah. of like kind of awkward um but yeah it's done it's done over a weekend really um so depending on how we do i mean as you saw we win our first match so that means that we have to come back again so it's kind mm. of there's one filming block each month um oh, right, and okay. you're you're warned about that as soon as the pro as your team is selected so they give you all the dates in advance that you may potentially be required to attend so it's spread out over quite a long time potentially but it's never going to be more than like a weekend a month, really. All right. Okay. And I guess as you go through, you might or might not get eliminated and then you might not need to come back next Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's okay. always like a big question mark over whether you're actually needed. But then, of course, you need to put in the time. Like we were trying to meet once a week to, to revise in the, in the lead up to it. Oh, and then, wow, of course, okay. between our episodes. So, yeah. Great. Awesome. And I'm just wondering, how did you feel when you get got the response? Because you said you were a bit surprised, but did you ever think, oh wait, actually, you know, I'm, I'm a final year. This is actually right before exams. Hmm. Do I want to change strategy here, or I don't know? Did it cross yeah. your mind? Yeah. And then the other thing that can be quite difficult is like everyone else at Imperial. Uh, so Imperial, most of the most people are on one campus, the South Kensington campus. But as a medic, you can be going anywhere. So when we were having evening practices, like I would sometimes be really tired because I'd literally just got back and the rest of the team had had time to eat or whatever. Um, but so that was kind of quite exhausting because obviously as captain in particular, like I really had to show up. Yeah, it was, it was quite intense, but it was something that I really wanted to do. So I just made time for it. Like I really wanted to do it. So. <laughs>
That's great. Yeah, and I love to hear that because obviously um, in this podcast we celebrate like medical students doing exciting things in and out of med school mm -hmm. and sometimes being like, obviously med school is important but my life is more important as well and putting those things forward is, is really good. Um, so, totally. so that's nice to hear. Yeah. Totally. And it was also kind of like, in a way, kind of just wanted to represent medicine a bit because course, it's not yeah. very often that we have medics um, on university challenge teams, mm -hmm. f especially from Imperial. Um, and I actually think the medics, dare I say, I think we generally do have the best work-life balance of Imperial students. <laughs> um, I might be a bit biased there, but yeah, it was quite nice, especially, you know, Imperial. Another thing was like, by the time I got to the final eight, I was also the only woman. And it was just kind mm -hmm. of a bit like, I want to represent and especially as captain, like that was, that was really good. Um, and I think we work really well together as a team. So there was like quite a few things, like I wanted to do it for personal reasons, but also like, I felt like it was quite important to have a female captain and a female medic captain. You know, I, I just really wanted to do, do both of those yeah, communities proud, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and you definitely did. Yeah. Um, awesome. Thank you. Great. Um, and that was actually something that did come up in my mind as well, because I think, I don't know, maybe we have this reputation as medics so that when obviously we study medicine for six years, we kind of stop learning other things. So we tend to forget literature or languages or whatever it is that we had because mm -hmm. we're filling our minds with anatomy or whatever. Um, and mm -hmm. from what I'm hearing, you kind of managed to keep up lots of interest throughout med school and you're kind of very well like rounded. How do you do that? Is it just because you love those subjects, you just make time for them? Yeah, I mean, I think this is like a classic medic situation in that like you're probably you were probably pretty good at school and got like a string of A stars or whatever. So like there's probably a natural affinity to quite a, a lot of different things. And to me, it was quite a shame to try and lose those really so like i did french a level and stuff like that like i've always tried to maintain different passions and stuff um it's also helped i think by the fact that like i am the only medic in my family so i'm used to dinner tables where all of us in my family we all do different things so i'm kind of used to learning learning about different things from people like my wonderful best friend tessa um she's very musical and she did physics so like it was always kind of like my a lot of my very close core group uh, my boyfriend's very arty like are not scientists so mm. it was quite easy to maintain like that interest because people who really matter to me a lot are really interested in different things um and yeah london like is amazing for going to galleries that's and museums true. there's so yeah. much culture on the doorstep but yeah oh that's awesome yeah and i guess that's one thing i hadn't thought about that the other reason why medics maybe have this reputation of only speaking about medicines also because they tend to develop friendships a lot with medics because of mm -hmm. the way that we're together for six years so it's good that mm -hmm. you managed to have lots of um, people around you that are all like non-medics and keeping you mm -hmm. um, just you know thinking and talking about lots of different things that you you enjoy so mm -hmm. that's that's awesome yeah and going back to the recording and everything and how did you feel going into the first um recording weekend um like you said there was a bit of pressure and how was the whole experience yeah so i mean yeah it was quite intense but for me fortunately as i mentioned manchester is my hometown so it was kind of whilst it was intense at least it wasn't a new place as well <laughs> so there was kind yeah. of a sense of like coming home and feeling like my, my you know i was on 
strong turf, I guess. Um, so that was quite nice. But yeah, it was one of those things because as you saw in the match, we were playing uh, Balliol College, the oldest college in Oxford. Uh, and it was, yeah, our nemesis. So it was just, there was a bit of anxiety there. Um, mm. But before we start filming, they do two practice questions. Um, and that's just to help you mm. as the four, you know, the eight, the eight players, the four from Imperial, the four from Oxford, um, to get used to the buzzer situation. So they do oh, two right. practice questions and it's kind of like if you get those two practice questions, you've kind of set the tone. And it's a bit of an intimidation thing. So if you lose them, you kind of feel really awkward going in. You feel a bit nervous and on the back foot because it's like immediately like they do the two practice questions and then like not 10 seconds later, you're filming for real. Um, and we won both of those. So we kind of felt very nice. confident going in because we were like sleep <laughs> from the beginning. Um, and then, oh my goodness, the only thing that I would also flag is, I mean, Marianne, as a fellow doctor, do you know what the ground substance is? Um, no. <laughs> Right, thank you. Um, so this is a bit of a thing. Apparently University Challenge is like, and I was like warned about this by the previous team, they're not very good at writing medicine questions. Sorry, question <laughs> writers. But medicine, yeah, it's kind of a bit, I don't know. But anyway, the camera, I'm just waiting for the camera to pan to my face because they're like, your bonuses are on medicine. And I was like, oh, okay, great. This should be a nice, easy 15 points. And then the first question was like, something that to me sounded very much like the extracellular matrix. And apparently there's very minimal difference between the ground substance and the extracellular matrix. So I was like, I'm gonna guess extracellular matrix. And I was like, this is biochem. And this is like first year medicine. This was five years ago. I, and they were like, it's a ground substance. And I was like, no idea what that is um so, oh, so and i was oh, wow <laughs> i was very reassured because obviously i couldn't tell people why i was asking but i was just randomly like messaging my medical colleagues after being like hey guys so anyone know what the ground substance is and everyone was like no why are you asking i was like oh just I, just one consultant was talking about it yeah and, I, and no one knew what it was so i felt very vindicated but yeah it was just it was just like oh my god like the medicine question in the first episode and i'm like what <laughs> um oh, wow, yeah Oh, that's so so interesting, yeah. Yeah, I think I would have been a bit, like, flustered if the one medicine question, <laughs> I didn't know it, but I was like, okay. I guess it was more bi biochem, biocell kind of yeah, thing. That yeah, that does tend to be what it is. Um, there's right. very few kind of, like, medicine questions. It's mm. usually more biochem. Mm. Yeah. All right. And how do you feel, like, being filmed and, you know, knowing that your face will be out there? I don't know if you're self-conscious, but I would. I think I would be overthinking it. <laughs> Well, it's it's really funny because like when you go into the studio, like there's a lot of fussing about you, like people are coming over and checking your hair, checking your mic is working. And then suddenly it all goes dark and you can't see anything except basically Amal Rajan. Um, and then, you know, you're testing your buzzer and like, I don't know, it's, it's really like you forget everything. You forget everyone else is there and you're just kind of mm -hmm. answering the questions. And the only thing is that it's really weirdly warm because of all the lights on you. Um, <laughs> but kind of when you buzz, suddenly that moment when you've actually pressed the buzzer and you sort of realize, okay, the cameras are now all panning into me because you see them. Because they tell you, don't, when you buzz, wait a second for the cameras to focus on you and then answer. Um, so you see all the cameras in the room, like, <laughs> and it's like, kind of scary. Um, and then you hear like the voice of God, like this guy who sits on this like stool in the gallery and he's like, Imperial Haddad. And then you're like, okay. And then you kind of really pray that you're not wrong. But wow, yeah, so that, yeah. that bit's quite scary, but otherwise it's kind of okay. And then obviously there is the downtime when the other team are answering their questions. So it's not, it's not all bad. <laughs> 
Wow, yeah, so, so interesting. And it does seem quite scary, but um, yeah. I guess it's part of the excitement of the game as well. Totally. And Roger Tilling, the guy who does that, like, Imperial Haddad, whatever, and he's like, he's such a giant, like, he's so tall. I don't know how tall he is, but he's really <laughs> tall. Um, and he just, like, sits, and as I say, the studio is dark, and you can just hear, like, this booming voice, like, shouting your name, and it's like, ah! Um, but he's really nice. Um, what was your... Um, I guess you've watched this show for so long. How did you feel as well being on the set that you've seen on TV for many years? Yeah, it was really cool because Imperial, um, sorry, not Imperial, University Challenge has sort of had a bit of a revamp this series. So there's been a lot of changes. So mm. it's pretty cool to get an insider glimpse at that. So there's the, all the studio is new. We have a new presenter, Amal Rajan, who's like great question reader, very nice man. Um, and it's just like, there's a lot of new, there's a new opening credits, like it's all very new and fancy. Um, so it was kind of weirdly familiar because a lot of it looks the same and it's kind of very surreal. But then on the other hand, like there were a few new changes that was quite interesting to see. So it was all just kind of like, even people who were like very into university challenge and would know it really well, like it all looks really different. Um, oh, so that exciting. was quite cool. Yeah. yeah. Great. That's, that sounds awesome. I had another question because I think you mentioned earlier that there's not many medics on University Challenge, or is it mm -hmm. just Imperial University Challenge? I think in general there aren't that many mm -hmm. medics. I think it's got a little bit better in the last few years, but in general, no. And I, I strongly suspect that that is to do with the sort of stuff that we were discussing earlier. Like, it is that bit harder, and you do have to be that bit more committed to make it to the weekly practices at six o'clock when it could take you over an hour and a half to get to that place. Yeah. Um, and just it kind of being more unpredictable. And also your your workload comes in ebbs and flows sometimes mm. in a way that it's a lot more predictable if you have, if you are studying, I don't know, chemistry and you can just look ahead at your timetable and see when your deadlines are. Whereas with medicine, like it might be like, I have to stay late because I haven't managed to get this doc signed off for whatever mm. reason. So it's a bit more unpredictable. Um, so I think, yeah. And I think the traveling and stuff like medicine is an intense course, let's not lie. For sure. um, yeah. So I think it's kind of, it makes it harder to carve out the time to do mm. non-medicine things. Mm. So maybe that's why. Okay. Yeah, great. What would you say to, to medical students who are interested but are not sure to like encourage them and give them your kind of wisdom and experience yeah totally do it um and for me like like my kind of experience of quizzing prior to because i've realized since being on the team and being involved with people who quiz regularly like it really is quite a community um but that's okay because like you know i got into it and my kind of previous quizzing experience was watching university challenge at home and going to the occasional pub quiz so I think what you'll find is it's really good fun. You learn a lot. People are funny. Um, and like, why not? Like, what's the worst that can happen that you don't get selected for uni child? Like, so what? Mm. Like, it's, it's really, it's really nothing. Nothing's lost. Yeah, I think it's really yeah, important as well. Because you, I think from what you're explaining, it seems like you don't need to be like the quiz expert or like this person that, you know, has known for five years that they want to do University Challenge. you kind of like, you like lots of different things and you love University Challenge, so why not apply and see where it goes? That's the vibe yeah, I'm getting as well. Totally, yeah. totally. And like, you know, whatever your interest set is, we have need of it as a University Challenge team. Like if you're super into films, 
that's so useful because some of the questions I hear is a film still, what's a film, who's a director? If you love classical music, there's so many rounds that are like, who's this composer? If you love art, like I did, like lots of things where it's just like, name the painter. Um, so really, whatever your interest is, there's a, probably a university challenge question for you. And we need we need a an expert on that. So Great. however niche your interest is, like, just go for it. Awesome. It rewards um, random, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. Awesome. And how was it being the, the captain? You said it was a bit more, I guess, working commitment as it would be. But um, yeah. Yeah. So being captain was... I mean, first it was an honor. Um, and secondly, it meant that I was taking the lead on kind of like, okay, we're running out of time. We need to, this is, we need to make a decision on this answer. It also meant things like, so but as I explained, we're all kind of subspecialists. So for certain things, like for example, Justin Lee, um, he's brilliant at history. So if it was a history question, like it's me who has to make the call if we get multiple answers. So kind of, it would be kind of overruling anybody. If, if Justin knows the answer, then I'm sorry, I'm gonna to listen to my history specialist. In the same way, it's kind of making those judgment calls and kind of living with it when it goes wrong, which sometimes it did. Um, so, and it was also just kind of organizing the team, organizing the meeting, organizing what train we're gonna go on, speaking to the BBC, arranging our accommodation in Manchester, all this mm. sort of stuff was with me. Right. Um, so it's a lot of kind of logistics as well as actually like, team leadering but in a way i think being a medic that really prepares you for that sort of role because you're so used to communicating with so many different people you know how to lead a team you know how to work within a team um so i think it was quite a useful skill set certainly a lot of the um personal like person to person stuff that was definitely like me leading that um but yeah and it was it was quite nice and sometimes also setting the tone so i had a few instances very few but a few that um for instance are specialists might we might be practicing and our specialist might not get the question right and then i've had a few instances where other members of the team have been like oh like come on that was you should have got that and that's like a really unhelpful and i think definitely not the culture i wanted to make with our team mm. so i kind of like snapped down on that really hard and it was me who was setting that culture of like okay so what is one question um yeah. so kind of and putting things in perspective yeah exactly exactly and like i only have to do that a few times but because i did it early on i think it meant that it was quite easy yeah and it was really nice and as i say like the previous team who selected us were also very kind in like sort of giving us a few hints and stuff because they did very well um so we were just like okay <laughs> yeah hmm. there's a lot of did they help you practice as well things. the previous team or was it a, more yeah a, li a little bit a little bit more just like they were like you should make sure you cover these sorts of areas and things like that and would suggest resources um mm -hmm. but the practices like when in large part just our team sometimes we played against them like when we were coming right up to the end oh, match nice. we had a little practice against them and uh yeah things like that and sometimes other quiz societies want to practice against you and stuff and like mm -hmm. we could obviously not as university challenge team because nda is everywhere but like you know we could go to pub quizzes together and things like that to get used to working as a team yeah. um so yeah lots of practice really yeah no, that, that's really interesting and i guess the medic in me is coming out like do you have practice papers like question banks like how does it work <laughs> like you see what i so you have, i'm sure you have some resources that you said yeah so imperial has a quiz society and like okay. lots of universities have a quiz society and um, 
so they all kind of all the quiz society members like justin is a huge part of the imperial mm. uh quiz society he writes a lot of questions so it's adam like um so it's kind of like as a collective club they all write questions and then like my sister because you are allowed to tell your family so my oh, right. my family knew that i was involved in university challenge so my sister bought me the the university challenge quiz cards and we went through those and she also got me this amazing like buzzer game and it was university challenge and you could pick the how hard the questions were they had like three different card mm. sets and there was buzzer which was very fun um so we use things like that just your standard quiz books going to pub quizzes basically at any time we can like have a question new york crosswords things like that mm. like anything that was just something that you could do as a doddle like i can certainly remember revising arts whilst at firms and everyone was oh, like wow. why are you revising this like a month before exams like shouldn't you be and i'd be like um i just i just really like art i just i just feel like i need to learn this right now um but yeah because so at that amazingly point you that... couldn't tell people that you were in there exactly yeah. exactly um so it's quite funny but like it was when i posted on my insta that i was on the team like a couple of my firms mate were like that's what the art was about and i was like maybe no, no. <laughs> um so yeah it all makes sense it all makes sense now oh great that's so exciting um awesome and again i'm very um like inspired that you did that like near final so oh, well done to thank you. you yeah um we're coming towards the end of the episode so i want to ask you a couple <laughs> of questions that i ask um different people as well um mm -hmm. what would be maybe one or two tips that you would give to like first year medical students about med school in general oh first year medical students I know, um question. i think i think the first thing is like it is such a gear shift from a levels and everything you're mm. used to towards a lot more independent learning and that's a challenge in itself but you're also dealing with a new city potentially new people potentially a new language really to operate in like there's quite a lot of challenges thrown your way so i think to just be quite kind to yourself and you will you will find a learning strategy that works for you and in all honesty it's probably going to be quite different to what worked for your a level so yeah. to just be patient with that process great yeah that's a very good tip and any tips for how to balance different things at medical school yeah so i think speaking to older years is really helpful because they can tell you like oh yeah this this first assignment that you're doing and is worth like point something of a percentage point of your whole course and you're stressing about it because it's your first your first like assessment and you've got to do really well on it you got to set the tone um and that might mean that you don't get involved in the in the freshers play that term or something and like or you don't try out for university challenge um I think speaking to those people um, and they can kind of warn you like this is worth stressing about, this is definitely not worth stressing about, um, is really handy knowledge. And I just think if you really want to do it, I mean just just try and be disciplined and like carve out the time to do it. If you really want to do it, make it happen, like you can. Um, and it's all a, you know, a dynamic process. So if you're doing too much, I don't know, drama, sport, whatever, and it is starting to take a toll on your academics. Um, kind of quantify how much that matters. Like, if you're the type of student where that's always going to be your priority, then you need to kind of reassess. But I think it's all dynamics, all a work in progress sort of thing. So like for me, I really like drama. So, but I was aware of like fifth year being really intense. So I didn't do any plays in fifth year, but I did loads in third year. I did loads in first year as well. 
and it was just kind of like knowing where to stack the time (laughs) for each year and each term I think it's quite useful but it can be done very much can be done I mean like Marianne's a prime example like it's very easy to sort of make it work when you want to make it work I think it gets it gets really difficult um when you're kind of not sure where your priorities are at that particular point, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think we tend sometimes to overcommit. So sometimes taking a step back and being like, here are all the things I'm doing. I want to keep doing lots of things that I love, but there might be some things that I might need to do less of right now because of exams and then can pick yep. up later. I think that's also what you... Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Great, great tips. Um, perfect. And uh, just to finish off as well, the theme of the podcast is more than medical students... Um, what does that mean to you and why do you think it's important? So more than medical students, I think for me means medicine is my job and it's not my life. Um, so I think that that means that you are more than just medicine. You are not just one dimensional. Um, mm-hmm. You have other talents and interests that should rightly be celebrated. And I think it's actually, I think it could make you quite unhappy if you don't allow breathing space for that side of your personality um, because it makes you you and I think not being able to express that is quite quite sad so finding that balance is really important but I think that medicine we meet people from so many different walks of life that at least it's easy to constantly be inspired to do something great oh thank you so much for sharing that that mm-hmm. is really lovely to hear and uh, wise words yeah, I'm sure many people will benefit. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Thanks again for taking the time out of your you know, busy schedule to record mm-hmm. with me today. Do you want to uh, just tell the listeners how they can find you if they want to um, find out a bit more about you? Sure. Um, But firstly, I'd like to say thank you very much for having me on, Marianne. And I think the the podcast is excellent. And thank you also to you for making time to speak to me because I know that you're super busy as well. Um, But yes, um, if you want to, if you want to, I don't know, learn more about me, um, the best way is probably Instagram. Um, So I have at soraya.portfolio. Um, so that's S-U-R-A-I-Y-A dot portfolio. Um, and that I'm kind of increasingly using as my outlet for all things non-medicine. So it's definitely mm. not the place to go if you want more medicine intel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's probably the best way. It's got a lot of university challenge updates and stuff like that on there. Any, any non-medicine ventures are there. Great, awesome. And I'll put that in the notes as well. And I can put anything else in the notes that you want to no, thank share you. with our people here um great um thank you so much guys for listening if you've listened to this episode if you've enjoyed it or if you watched university challenge with soraya and you enjoyed it give us a little message tell us about it and if you whichever podcast app you're using at the moment if you can leave us a little five star a little review just let us know that you enjoyed the episode that is always much appreciated um thank you again soraya and i hope you have a good rest of your day and your week and good luck for everything as an f1 as well Oh, thank you, Marianne. And in true university challenge, I guess I'd say, and it's goodbye from Imperial College London, <laughs> and it's goodbye from Maud Medicine. <laughs> thank you. I love that. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> See you. Bye.